Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about abstraction. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, do you feel that introducing abstractions inevitably means giving up a certain amount of power and flexibility? Uh, yeah, well, yes and no. I suppose that's uh, that's a philosophical question. Um, so, let me rephrase the question. Like, let me pose a question back to you, and I'll try answer my own question. But, uh, do you feel that you are more or less or more empowered when I say to you, "Here is a lump of iron, iron, and some fire. Go and make your own set." of uh, fork, your own fork or your own spoon? Or do you feel more empowered if I give you a fork or spoon or knife or something like that instead? Do you feel like getting access to raw materials versus being handed the finished product has given you or give, uh, given or taken away power and flexibility? Let me answer that question in the most boring, obvious way. Well, it depends. Are you trying to achieve the goal of eating? Or are you trying to create a fork? Because if you're trying to create a fork, or like you're you are you're looking to get a really nice fork or spoon or knife or whatever, right? Then the iron is preferable with the fire, so you can actually forge your own thing, right? But if that's not what you're looking for, well, then that's going to be a big hassle. You're actually f losing. You're you're going to lose a lot of time in order to get yourself to a point where you can actually eat something, if that is what uh, you're looking to do. And so abstraction and uh, in terms of empowerment and flexibility, it really comes down to what the end goal is. Because the wrong abstraction, depending on what you want, is going to absolutely hinder you. It's going to it's not going to empower you. It's actually going to remove your ability to do a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, if we're going to be really broad about it, uh, a wall around your town, like back in the Middle Ages, was a really nice thing if there was an invasion and you were on the right side of that wall. But if you were, ha if there was an invasion and you were on the other side trying to get in, it's not the nicest thing in the world, right? So. Uh, Power and flexibility, I think, are very subjective terms because by today's standards, if we think about the empowerment that we have from human society, the times, the amount of time that we have on our hands and being able to do things, uh, and all the benefits that come with modern society, they have been built up through quote-unquote abstractions and innovations over generations. Same thing with software development. If we go back to the early days of software development, guys, the the amount of uh, this is the classic saying, right? I stand on the shoulders of giants and those abstractions though would you say that they have reduced your flexibility or would you want to go back and you know write everything in assembly or write binary etc etc like there because an abstraction isn't limiting inherently it is down to the purpose of what you're trying to achieve that I argue for and so the approach that I usually take when it comes to abstraction is that as I said I've said this many times I try to focus on the problem because once I understand the problem 
that I'm trying to <laughs> trying to f uh, figure out. I try to know by knowing the problem what type of abstraction is appropriate for solving the problem in this manner. Now the dangerous part here is of course that you don't ever always know what's going to happen even further down and so forth and so forth. But uh, on as a general guiding rule it's sort of well, in a sense, it is how I would imagine an ideal situation environmentally. I could, that perfect balance between innovation and environmental awareness would work, where we figure out just the amount of, let's say, water, like fresh water or so forth. How do we extract the absolute maximum amount of fresh water for our society without damaging the sources of that fresh water? that is the sweet spot. The reason being is, I argue, because when we create, say, a, a, a dam or a reservoir or something like that, that abstraction or like that innovation, it gives us access to new capabilities. We can do more stuff than we could, we can build on top of that, right? But if we ever get to a point where that's no longer the right way of going, maybe we want to go fishing. I mean, I don't know about you, but the times I've gone fishing, I haven't really thought about going and sitting on the edge of like one of those water towers and fishing inside of there, right? But I want to go to the lake. So it's sort of like having this mindset where I need to take a piece of the cake, not have, not eat your cake and have it at the same time. I need to take a piece of the cake so that I can go and have a piece and do this thing that is going to be like that's going to give me some benefit, but I can't like destroy the rest of the cake. I still have to have the ability to go back and bring myself another piece. Uh, I actually make the same sort of pitch to, uh, as an example, I, for a company that I was working with, where there was this architect who had the idea that, well, we're going to create one uniform GraphQL API for all of the data sources in the entire system. And we're talking like maybe 30 or 40 different APIs. And I said, that's a, that's a very nice convenience, but I suggest to you that you don't lock yourself into that sort of approach because ideally what you want is to allow people to use your solution, this GraphQL API, as a rule because it's very beneficial for them. But that abstraction also reduces their access to actually go directly to to the source of the data so that means that you become a bottleneck and if you can't scale your process which is the rise of you know open source and so forth where like the com companies who used to own everything have realized that you can't keep up with the growth of IT to the point where one single company can provide all of the different packages and all the different innovations that are necessary you become like a bottleneck for the entire community and that means that you have to provide a uh, the, the more to look at this as an option as opposed to like a bottleneck. And so my suggestion was, all right, build this thing, but provide a suite of REST clients or like direct clients that can access each individual source if necessary, because it might be the case that your GraphQL solution that sort of tries to cover the, like becomes this umbrella over everything, might have unforeseen restrictions. As I said, bottlenecks and implementation and development velocity might be one of them. And if that happens, you're actually in the way and you have restricted people. But if you do this, you can consume those REST clients that have been produced, provide this nice functionality, this nice abstraction on top and give all this benefit and value and unblock people and like make them very more productive. But the people who don't have your use case have not been restricted in any way. It's, as I said, it's like having your cake and eating it at the same time. So what I want you to take away from this is that uh, I don't think that 
it's easy. Like, I don't think that abstraction means that you give up power and flexibility. Well, it either means, depending on how you define it, then yes, like anything that is an abstraction is basically going to take away some type of power or like ability from you because anything that is an abstraction on top of the thing is inherently going to, you know, it, it removes the ability to uh, to directly interact with the thing, potentially, depending on how, as I said, how you think about it. But at the same time, you can actually gain benefits from abstraction that you did not have, depending on, as I said, it's a philosophical question, what you want to achieve. Do you want to do something that is un that's not possible until you have the abstraction, or are you not able to do a thing because there is an abstraction? It's, can't, it's almost impossible to say. So I don't think that this is a, it's a philosophical question that doesn't really have much meaning in my personal, it's, it's subjective to the point where every person is going to define it in a different way. And that's why I tell people that I, my personal way of looking at it is that when you truly understand the problem that you are solving and you understand that, the, you, that everything changes constantly then usually the pragmatic choice or like the safe choice is to say all right i'm going to create an abstraction for this thing but i'm not going to make that a one a one direction change in other words it's going to be bi-directional it means that i can go in one direction create this added value without removing the ability to go back to my roots and do the thing all over again from the starting point this is of course an idealistic scenario you may not always have that ability but whenever possible i argue that that is as i said like having your cake and eating it or taking a piece as opposed to like destroy eating the whole cake in one go when you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow have a great day